All right, we're back. This is JB's Driving Podcast, start of the summer. Doing Empire Strikes Back, which is uh, the, the sequel to A New Hope. And as promised, we have Scott in studio of Scott Strategies. Great to be back here, guys. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for having me on yeah. again. Yes, you were. You were hit. Some kind of inside joke. Do you ever do you ever see the program notes he puts on these podcasts? <laughs> no. I had never looked at them. You know, it never pops up and it just comes in my podcast feed. And by one one day, I just happen to look at it by chance. He puts all kind of shit in there. <laughs> 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 no, I, I don't know. I don't know what he says about you, but yeah, I'm sure it's nothing nice. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's usually talking about the show sometimes. So, um, but but yeah, yeah. So, uh, oh, housekeeping first. Got to thank the, uh, all the listeners. Uh, I mean, we keep on picking up more and more listeners, which I'm happy about. Um, I want to direct everybody to my uh, Game of Thrones uh, series that I put on. Um, finished off with episode four, came out yesterday of the steaming pile of shit that it was the finale. I go and de- did you did you watch that? Yes, I the did. Steaming pile of shit, wasn't it? You know, it's. <laughs> I think it's one of those things where I'm I'm okay with the way it ended up, but mm. you know when they the first five seasons where it took like three episodes to go ten feet, yeah, and then all of a sudden the last two seasons it's everything's jumping so fast. Thank you. They just. There was no way that they were going to make people happy with the, the finale. Oh, that and the, the story itself. Everybody dies within like two episodes that you, and that makes you numb the deaths. So if you see too many deaths, it's like, meh, whatever. Did they start a season with like a, the Red Wedding or some stupid shit? That like was that? Uh, Reigns or Caster Me. That was the penultimate episode in season three. Right. Um, which so yeah they did the second to last or yeah the, right okay so yeah they do Sorry. They, they did have plenty of episodes with lots of death but this was just moving this, so much we, faster than it had been in the the past yeah. and, and left things unresolved I just thought they started the season that way I saw yeah. no they they the way they get and, and, and Scott's right there's there is a lot of deaths mm-hmm. um, the the way that Game of Thrones works is. It's generally the the second to last episode of the season is generally the best, where the most of the budget goes, where you see like a big death. Right. Um, so you're kind of, I want to say prepared for everything's it. built up to that point, and yeah. then there's one episode where there's a lot of action, and then the final episode is just aftermath, mm-hmm. like cleaning up that season, yeah. preparing you for the next season. Whereas this season was. <sighs> It was just bad writing, too. Here's the thing, though. I mean, any show, you know, whether it's any popular show like Seinfeld, uh, Sopranos, Lost, you know, nobody liked the finales because nobody really wants it to end, first of all. Mm -hmm. I thought Seinfeld's ending was fine. And I loved Roseanne's ending. I thought it was great. I didn't like them when they brought it back out. But when they ended it where they changed... Dan from being a philanderer into just dying. Right. I thought that was great because it didn't make any fucking sense that they turned him into a cheater. Right. Uh, you know, and then the Seinfeld episode, the whole show was about nothing. I never was a huge Seinfeld fan, but I kind of watched it that final season because it was on reruns a lot right. on Channel 5. So um, the uh, 
the final season I actually watched and them ending up in the jail cell just sitting there bullshitting about nothing. I mean, what more could you have asked for there? I mean, and then you had the bubble boy brought in, at, you know, either yeah, that they, last they brought episode back or all the, the things. The, that, they brought back all the big hits that they had. I, so. I didn't think it was anywhere f- as funny, but but after a series has been on for 10 years, the last episode is not going to be the funniest. They're going to they're gonna No, I don't think their, it was the funniest. I just think it was a good play. Good ideas out. by that point, so. I mean, didn't have, I mean, MASH had a good play out, too. I was never a fan of MASH, mm-hmm. but I know that their yeah. final episode was good. Uh, or still was talked about. Um, Nip Tuck was a great se- a series finale. The Shield was a great series finale. Shield was awesome, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. The Shield was an awesome finale. I mean, for him to be stuck in the FBI doing oh, the paperwork. Oh, shit, dude. I mean, come on. Yeah, it was... It perfect was, Vic, Ma- Vic Mackey. Yeah. It, I mean, the to just break him that way was just phenomenal. Yep. Uh, you know, Oz wasn't a bad finale. Uh, it was okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I mean, I think there's plenty of them out there. The the Sopranos, I think, the problem was was people actually wanted an ending, and then they fade to fucking black. I mean, it was just dumb. Right. Mm-hmm. So you don't know if he gets shot there. You don't know if he just, you know, if the FBI comes in and busts him or something. You, you don't know right. anything. And it, that I think people get pissed off about that. They want some kind of closure. They, they want closure. They want things wrapped up. And, and Sopranos and Game of Thrones both, there were, there were a lot of sort of plot lines that went off on tangents and just never <laughs> went yeah. anywhere and, yeah. and, and yeah. never got revisited. And I think a lot of people were just unhappy that everything wasn't wrapped up in like a tidy neat oh. bow. But there's really no way to do that. The biggest thing, the biggest thing throughout this entire series was Jon Snow's lineage. Like that was... Revolved is when you're dealing yeah, I've with heard f- of Jon Snow. Right. I don't yeah. know anything. The, about when show. when you're dealing with a fantasy series and the series is all about you know who's the king, mm-hmm. which is essentially the Game of Thrones is. Okay, bloodlines matter. So that put really put Jon Snow, who's selfless here the entire time, in the limelight. And they had this whole like, who is he? The, at first, you think he's the the son of a guy who was executed in the first series. And you and and he was a bastard. So bastards are treated differently, which means um, the guy who was executed had him with somebody else, not his not his wife. Mm. So this entire time you're thinking, you know, he's just a bastard, but you end up he's actually first line of throne. It's not his father wasn't the guy who was executed. It was actually um, Rhaegar Targaryen who was next in line to be the king after the Mad King was killed. And his made up bad guy name is that? Are you fucking with me, or is that a real name? No, that's his. That's his <laughs> way <laughs> too early to be fucking Paul. That's that's his real name. Yeah. Th- so they they hid his real parentage for yeah. Targar Sebastian to, to to protect Asian. him, protect him. <laughs> and, and just the I mean, I, I think back to the once the one episode where they kind of fade to uh, Jon Snow's face after there's a discussion about right. when they realize it's his heritage. Meant nothing. Meant nothing. Yeah, that whole thing. I mean, he was, you know, at one point he was killed and brought back to life. All these things sort of, you think there's going to be some greater explanation to it all, and it never never appears. Piss poor. It's piss poor. I mean, it, 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 <laughs> the Night King gets killed, and it's like, what What was the point of having him in the first place? Because it, it, it. Well, you, you could know, say the same thing about Snopes in the, uh, the new series, the, the latest Star Wars series. Yeah, yeah. They brought Snopes, Snopes out of nowhere, and then they just 
kill him off. They kill it him didn't off, make and any you're like, fucking sense you, whatsoever. I thought there was going to be this whole mystery of who he was. And, yeah. And yeah, how exactly he came right. to be. No, that's Game of Thrones in a nutshell. That's yeah. that's seriously that's the final. That's like what the fuck happened there. That's exactly the same thing that Game of Thrones was this season. But it is an extremely popular series that I put out there, and I'll be continuing doing more of them because they're going to be a Game of Thrones prequel next year. The HBO, the highest rated Game of Thrones episode ever was this season finale. Right. So they're going to continue to pump money. That. Yeah, but I tell you, man, they Timmy put out a good. Um, tweet about that like they talked about it was 19 million people that watched it mm-hmm. but then mash there was like 60 yeah, million people that watched right. MASH. That's, but that's that's network it was, TV. The, it was the most for hbo but relatively compared to other yeah. you know i mean like i think that, by the time they got to season eight or nine of the sopranos they had already lost a lot of their because they had such long hiatuses that they had lost a lot of their audience yeah. by the time they got to the end right so and that, and to be honest with you, that final season of Sopranos was definitely not the best. He was basically trying not to get caught by the FBI, but he didn't have that overarching like bad guy that you had to really worry about as much. He seemed to be in a lot more in control in that right. final season than the other seasons. Right? Yeah, yeah. But but Game of Thrones is a. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So, Jimmy, you're going to go back and do like a 10-minute podcast on every Game of Thrones episode from the beginning, right? We'll see about that. (laughs) We'll see about that. We're actually going back and watching them again. And the disparity between the writing, I'm not just, I'm not being a cynic. It is just in your face. No, a lot of people bitched about the writing. Before this last season, I had gone back and and rewatched the entire Game of Thrones. I hadn't, I'd watched everything as it came on, but not gone back and watched anything on repeat. And it's a much different experience oh. when, when you're sort of watching them binging like that back to back. You know, I, I think it took me six seasons before I could remember anyone's name. Yeah. And so now going back, like some of the minor characters, I really understood who they, they were. Right. But yeah, there is a huge difference. There's a disparity um, between the. It, it's a it's a terrible season disparity. Season as 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 it changed in the yeah. last few seasons were. Yeah, but at least different. you can you can watch Not something to say like that. that. Enjoy it, but yeah, you do notice that. You can watch something like that and enjoy a storyline. Right. You, if you ever go back and like binge watch old, old, old TV shows like The Addams Family and shit, you're essentially watching the same episode over and over right. and Doesn't over. Doesn't matter again. what order you watch them in. Or nope, anything. because it's it's always yep. something. You know, it's they do creepy shit, then some person shows up and sees them doing creepy shit, gets scared and runs away. And then they're like, why did he run away? And that's the whole fucking episode every single time until you get to like the cool guy episode where the British pop star shows up and he's like, oh, I really dig you guys. And he hangs out. And that's it. And it's like, right. what the fuck, dude? Every episode is like and that. And he was on three shows that week. So he was he was on that show and he was on Love Boat. Or probably, <laughs> probably doing the tour. It's right. just, it's insane because it's yeah. just, that's the way that and like the Munsters and all those shows were identical week after week after week. It was right, crazy. Yeah, and I, I loved those shows as a kid, but... The formula. Fucking monkeys, the same thing. Like the Three's Company. Three, someone, three's someone, Company. Someone hears something wrong and... Yep. You know, Overhear something and think something else is going on. Right. Uh, three's Company is a good example. Um, Gilligan's Island. They're all, you know, so fucking repetitive. You don't realize when you're watching them, like, week to week, but when you watch them back to back, you really pick up on it. Right. Writers really had a lot on their plate. 
Well, that, I mean, keep over. in mind that this dude is also putting on like seven or eight different shows at the same mm-hmm. time. You know, Sherwin uh, Schwartz was putting on at least ten shows of fucking time, and a lot of those guys. That's why they became so famous. Like, uh, what's the guy who did All in the Family and the Jeffersons? Um, they just did a special with him. Uh, it's not Sherwood Sh- uh, Schwartz. It's the other guy, uh, Norman Fell. No, is Norman. that it? No, Norman Fell is the star. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck was his name? You you don't help at all ever. See, this is this is <laughs> this wasn't is like what Aaron he does Spelling to or someone like that. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. I don't give a shit anymore. I'm done talking. Uh, so. But, I haven't but, even started the fucking episode. But make sure oh, there's more to come. Um, but just make sure to listen to the, you know maybe maybe you can come because I'm going to be doing a series uh, finale episode. Uh, then I'm going to be talking about the prequel and shit leading up to that, where it won't be like an every week thing. But as information comes out, and then there is uh, information came out this week where there was actually an alternate ending, and it, re- re- it like kind of revolved around Jorah Mormont surviving mm. um, and going to the wall at the end. So anyway, uh, we did do Jaws last week. What did you think of Jaws? You know, I, th- I thought that was great. That was a great episode. First of all, I, it was funny because it happened to come on TV, on, not, not on commercial TV, but on one of the, the Norman Lear. last week. And not Norman, Norman Lear, though, Norman right? Lear. And uh, right before your episode came out, so I, I got caught into it and sat and watched it. And, man, I, I think that movie still holds up. It just, it, it just Jaws. Yeah. Oh hell yeah, dude. I, I I think it just. I was really surprised. I, I went, you know, watching it and and unedited and everything, and it was still just a fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. I don't think you guys touched on some of the the cultural significance of that movie. I mean that that came out and that decimated the tourism industry in the in the Atlantic Coast beach, beaches for like two years. We. Um, we we briefly touched yeah. it. like brief we, we we talked about how people were afraid of it, but we didn't really as you said yeah. it really did it hurt. so that people stopped yeah. going to the beach or if they went to the beach they did, they'd stop going in the ocean and it it really I mean the, the Atlantic yeah. Coast beaches were especially in the Northeast the shark were, population were decimated has been decimated and, because and that's, of that movie that's the other thing yeah there's so many between Jaws and the Deep and some of Peter Benchley's other books um, you know which were all about sharks or sea creatures attacking people. Mm. There became like this mass slaughter of sharks. Did you say in the last episode that Benchley had said he wished he never wrote yep. it? Okay. Yeah. I yeah. couldn't remember if that was you or if it came up later. And uh, and he started donating a lot of his royalties to shark, shark conservation. conservation yeah, yeah so. I mean it was it, I thought it was one of our best episodes. I mean you you thought you thought Paul was gonna leave by the time the episode started because I was so in on him. Yeah, he he uh <laughs> The beginning was a little rough there. I don't <laughs> remember like. it. Yeah, he uh, would, but he. The thing is, Paul will never walk out on the show. He can never walk out. Of course on the not. Show. He's professional. Now I did hear Paul say, <laughs> <laughs> "No, there's other reasons why he can't leave because I would win." Oh, okay. You get you got to understand the relationship between Paul and I. Right. So I did hear Paul say that he doesn't go back and listen to episodes because he doesn't like hearing his voice. No, I don't. Which is crazy because with the three of us, Paul has. Definitely the best radio voice. I he mean, does. On a scale of zero to Greg Klein, you're like 75% Greg Klein. Whereas, like, you know, I've got a voice for like silent movies and, you know. So do I. Jimmy's well, over here doing his thing. But. Well, we're not, we're, yeah, we're done, Doc. But we're not as bad as Brian Griffiths, though. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's as bad as his voice. Oh, um, yeah. 
Uh, did did anybody uh, hear any? Was the April the whole thing in April? Was that successful? That was actually Maryland Podcast Month, right? Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. in that was in May. That's May. That's oh, was it May? It's still going on. It's still oh, going okay. On. Is, how's but it going? It's going well. But this episode is to be released the first week of June. So yeah. So technically, so technically it's over. <laughs> <laughs> I technically wasn't wrong. <laughs> No, you said it was April. Yeah, oh well. I don't give a like, shit. I'm a broken Whatever man. it was, man. It's a broken man. You know what I thought was great about that was, uh, you know, when people from the different podcasts would sort of, you know, interview each other or talk to each other, and you'd hear, you know, like you guys talking to Brian and Greg, and uh, you'd hear, you know, on one of their episodes, they'd have it in there, and you'd hear sort of their side of it, and then you put some on your podcast so same conversation but you're hearing the other side and yeah. just for some reason it sounds a little different and the you know mm-hmm. um the context surrounding leading up right. and after the conversation and, and the, yeah. same, the same thing with red maryland and and the maryland crabs guys it's like you heard it from sort of both both sides of both podcasts and it was, it was just that was pretty interesting i thought yeah yeah um yeah we, we did the interview with greg the first week um first week of may and uh it's interesting yeah yeah yeah, it went well. It went better than I thought it would. I don't know why I thought it would go bad. Maybe because like Greg hates me, but Greg does not hate you. He's always hated me, <laughs> dude. He's always hated me. Maybe he's gotten over it, but he definitely hated me. <laughs> See, yeah, no, I'm, exactly. I'm not. I'm just. He's shaking his head. Yes, Greg hated me. The no, whole time. I'm not. He is. He's he saying not, no, and he, he's shaking his head. Greg yes. is not the type of person. This is ridiculous. What's ridiculous? Just be, just be honest. Stop lying. I'm not lying. You should see the faces he's making. I'm not making. It's I'm ridiculous. just smiling. Uh-huh. I'm just smiling. Yeah. Now he's smiling because it's funny. Now I don't think Greg hates anyone unless you're riding around on a bike in a clown costume. Yeah, he's, or, he's not gonna. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a clown costume. Was yeah. he's serious? He's serious. I'm serious. Which is some you ride around on a bike in a clown costume, and and you know you'll be, you'll be on uh, Greg's shit list. <laughs> he he raves against bikers. Like you know when they had the bike lanes around here. Yeah, yeah. He like he's one of those guys you're gonna see in like a like a mug shot two years from now when a biker cups and off. Greg's gonna run him over. Just plow right over. Well, at least he can listen to Van Halen and, cl- and clowns himself. too, and clowns. He, he does hate clowns as well. Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, you wouldn't know by his co-host. <laughs> I'm not insulting him <laughs> at all. <laughs> That's just not going to happen, sir. He eats it too. He's he, a good guy. He's a good. Ooh, Greg, Brian. I Brian's a good guy I don't too. No, Greg as well. I've, I've only met guy. him a couple times, to be honest with you. You know, but Brian, I. I have no ill will towards either of the guys. I, I mean, it doesn't Why does this show become about you anyway? Why do you have to give your opinions about everybody? I, 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 seriously, you're like, me, 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 me over there. He I hates me. No, you just... I'm just saying, just to show you about... brought it up. I, I didn't bring it up. I just said I thought it wasn't going to go but well. But you brought the podcast month up. I, I didn't bring shit up. Yeah, because it's the, it's the thing. No, 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 no. You just... Wait a minute. Did he just say I brought it up, and then I said, no, you brought up and proved he was wrong... And then he's like, oh, it's a thing. Like, what is that supposed to mean? I just asked how it went. Wait, wait, wait. Let's go Didn't back. I? Did you say that I, I brought it up? I thought it was April, did you but say it that was I brought, May, no, right? Did you say that I brought it up? Did you say that I brought it up? You did bring it up. But you brought it up. You, you asked. <laughs> you did. 
I don't know why you think you didn't. Broken man over there. I'm not broken at all. I'm enjoying you twisting in the wind. I'm telling you, he will never leave. I will beat him down until the sun sets, and he will never walk out. Because it doesn't affect me. As soon as I walk out this door, I'm out there playing with your kids, and I don't... This guy, he used to have this... Second half an hour Back when I was 15 years old. It's good we started an hour early today, because we're going to use up that extra hour. When I was when I was fifteen years old, fourteen years old, he had this Geo Metro. This this I mean, the wheels on this thing were like bicycle wheels, right? And we used to hang out, and him and his co- cousin Henry, we all hung out. Him and his cousin Henry would smoke cigarettes. I didn't smoke cigarettes, but they did. So because they smoked cigarettes, <laughs> I had to ride in the back of the Geo Metro, and you know because they they were able to ash out. There the wasn't um. There wasn't back doors. Right, was just two, two doors. No, it was just a two. It was door. a two door. So like, right. what the worst part about it is they would smoke cigarettes when it was like negative twenty degrees outside. So they would have the windows rolled down, but the aerodynamics of the metro had all the cold air coming back on me. Plus all the ashes, all the all ashes the coming ash, back on everything. You. And not only that, but like there was no shocks on this thing. So Paul would just take on potholes, um, and I would get all the brunt of it. Like, I have a bad neck because of riding in the back. <laughs> we would go to Seven Hills in Ellicott City. He would just plow through there. They would be having fun, you know, smoking their cigarettes, ashing out there. I'm, you know, I'm getting pneumonia. And I'd rock hard. My entire spine would, like, go into the contortion of, like, a boomerang. We invited you, didn't we? <laughs> could have left your ass at home. You could have. Then what fun would you have had with Henry? Exactly. Okay. I hung out with Henry all I mean, the time. It does, it does sound like you were a fourteen-year-old. These sixteen-year-olds are. No, he was Henry was fourteen-year-old too. But the funny thing is, whenever we would pick on Henry, but Henry's like, my cousin. That's yeah. the difference. Okay. Whenever we would pick on Henry, he would like start crying. It was the greatest thing. So I just let him pick on me. Remember that? Whenever we we get shit to Henry, he'd start getting real upset. Henry want to go home. Henry didn't have. He could take a little bit, but he his skin wasn't very thick. Yeah. Right. I mean, for the most part. Anything usually just kind of rolls off of me, at least since I've been 16 years old. I just don't give a shit. See? He'll never walk out. So Empire Strikes Back. This is why we have Scott in, in, in studio, because oh, yeah. when we did the... Can you say Moe's Isley, please? <laughs> say it. Moss Isley. Moss Isley. Moss Isley. Yeah. Moe's Isley. I mean, he, I don't know why it was a big fucking deal. Uh, it wasn't a big it deal. It wasn't a big deal. You're, you're blowing yeah. it up. Like, I it didn't is blow big, it up. No, you're you're the one who up. came in I, here and told me Scott's like, oh, he's shitting all over you, man. Because I was laughing because it was funny. Yeah, no, 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 no. Now no, you no. just told me no, that you don't. No, no, I thought you no, had thick no, skin no, over there, no, buddy. No, no. <laughs> I, I'm fine with it. Everything that rolls off change. That doesn't change what you were fucking saying. Don't try to change it because he's in the room. I just admit it. That's what I said. I came in laughing about it. I said he shouldn't. I, I there's no denying on my heart. I'm saying that you just you just went on like a five minute diatribe about how you have thick skin, and now it's apparent that you don't. It just rolls off of me. It does. <laughs> but that doesn't change what you said. What did I say? Oh, you told me that he was shitting all over me. He was. No, 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 no. I, I, I like you don't know you don't know shit about okay. Star Wars. There were there were a couple you know, things that I was I was surprised yourself. that you, I mean, you guys it was just ridiculous. I'm like, what the hell, dude? Just send it to me. Didn't go care. over, and I was I was sort of, you know, <laughs> what did we miss? Jimmy. But you know, it, no, 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 it, they were, no, they no. You have the floor. What did we miss? So there was uh, <laughs> here comes a list. <laughs> <laughs> right, let me a, get, co- a couple things. 
I think Scott and I went back for an hour on text messages about yeah. all this shit you fucked up. I don't I, whatever. So th- this is one of the things I was I was I was talking about um, with with Jimmy afterwards and and uh, you know I, I think because I'm a couple years older than you you know Jimmy makes me out to be like ten years older but I'm it's only a couple but you're in the mid fifty right that window yeah yeah um, that window I think you know there were just things that I always felt like everybody you know, sort of my age, sort of automatically knew and remembered from back then. And I think you guys were sort of a little bit on the younger side and, and maybe didn't, you know, weren't bombarded with all the stuff when the movies came out and didn't necessarily know all these things. So, um, well, you know, there's I, people I, it, have different it, it developmental curves yeah, too. Yeah. You know? like, <laughs> but it, it was, it was, it wasn't like anything big. It was just a lot of minor things that I was just, I was nitpicking with Jimmy, but the plot of the movie, you know, it, Death sort, Star being sort of like, blown up and rebuilt. I remember seeing an interview with Alec Guinness who played Obi-Wan. And it was like maybe, I don't, I don't remember when he died, but it was like a couple years after Return of the Jedi came out. And all through the interview, he's pronouncing Jedi Knight the wrong way, like wrong. And I'm like, dude, you're the guy who had all the lines about what the Jedi are and what they mean, and you're talking about it. How are you pronouncing this word wrong? And that was just funny when you guys kept like, Pronounce like Moss Eisley was an example where you were like saying this like I forget how you were saying. I always it now, said Moss Eisley, but pronouncing it completely different than how they said. It in the I film. say Moss, you say Moss. Yeah. Okay. I say it the way they say it in the film. So when when the characters pronounce it, so all right, that's but you're uh, right. I'm wrong. I don't care. I'm not. I'm not pretending to be some great expert. I'm just. I was just nitpicking with Jimmy some of the. I mean, if I were really that upset about it, I would have gone home and literally (laughs) listened to the fucking movie over again to hear it, just to come in so I could prove you right or wrong or whatever. But I don't care. It didn't matter. The only thing was was that he said we missed a bunch of shit, and I just was interested in what we missed, which you're obviously not going to tell us. So let's move on to this movie. (laughs) So uh, this New Hope was a big success. We have anything uh, you think? talking about? Yeah, it was a great success, wasn't it? Releasing stuff. It's funny. I had no idea, but in doing this movie, that Empire Strikes Back was released this week. Yep. What was it thirty nine years ago? It was in eighty. Nineteen eighty, right? Yeah. They were, they were three so years we apart. Waited till next year this time. The fortieth anniversary. Yeah. You blew your wad early. So they were they were three years apart, and what a surprise! I remember back you then, had three kids running around. <laughs> <laughs> See, this was the thing. This was, this was what I was talking about with Jimmy too. Was the movies, the original trilogy, all came out three years apart, and right. this, this was sort of back before VCRs were common and that kind of stuff. So before they would come out with a new movie, they would re-release the previous one in the theater. So I remember seeing like the old theater down on Jumpers Hole Road that isn't there anymore. But I remember like you know they replaced Star they have Wars a similar be- one before one. they, they Sun came Valley out. now. Yeah, a dollar theater. Yeah, but even before it was a dollar theater, it was just a regular theater for for years and years. So they would replay, you know, the old one a couple months before bringing out the new one. So you you sort of went back and watched it. You know, it was sort of the whole thing. People people used to talk about how many times they'd watch Star Wars in the theater, but everything was bombarded. Like all over TV, there were the how Star Wars were made documentaries. There were you know. Well, they played it on TV. Star Wars as well. Christmas special schedule and and but I'm talking about when the movies were coming out, like. You couldn't get away. Like everything was Star Wars all all the time on on TV and on uh, 
Lunchboxes. You know, lunchboxes, all the, the, the Yeah, toy. You, you talked about your sand crawler Dude, I was, I was fucking two. I was yeah. three years old when yeah. it came out. Right. So I, there's no way for me to know that. Right. So that's what, what I'm saying. What are you fucking I, I was... laughing about? <laughs> what? Nothing. So that's what, that's what <laughs> Jimmy and I had this whole conversation about how those couple of years, like your, your, yeah, yeah, your memories yeah. of that time. I mean, I remember it in make, the 80s totally makes sense, when yeah. they had all the uh, action figures that were coming out and all that shit. But that wasn't, that would have been it closer was winding to down then. Like, like I, Empire and, and, yeah. and Jedi. I mean, Empire was 80, 80, Jedi was 83. By then they stopped, you know, they came out with like G.I. Joe's in 82 because mm-hmm. it was an off year for Star Wars. Um, and, you know, the Star Wars character sort of died out after that, and everything was G.I. Joe Transformers after that. I don't that. know that Star Wars really died out ever, really. I mean, they, hmm. their figures are still the top selling action figures. I mean, really? They, they are? Yeah. Okay. What in the fuck is wrong with you today? <laughs> nothing, nothing. I'm fine. All right, can we get to this fucking movie? Because I'm, I, I don't know what the hell's going on today. We are, we're talking about it right now. No, we're not. We're talking about the first movie. No, we're he's talking, talking about, about when the movie no, rele- released in the first movie. Oh my god, dude! Well, this was a. a I'm just talking about how this was a common thing whenever yeah. they came out with the next one. They, they, they would go back, back and, and play and the first one, and and it was, um, you know, it just added to their how much money and success they were <clears> making and. I mean, it was a, a great marketing strategy for how they they kept just know, kept in the, the days before home video and yeah, DVR, and Netflix, and, and computers, those sort and of internets, things. the internet. So that's really the only only movie series I really remember them. You know, or at least the first out. one where they sort of did this. That was speaking about. Man, that was interesting. Uh, this little tidbit. Uh, in order to avoid sharing creative rights, Lucas decided to avoid using a major studio to finance the film. He bankrolled the 33 million, 33 million himself with profits from Star Wars Episode Four and a bank loan. Uh, it ended up being successful, paid off several times over. He recovered the investment within three months. Then he shared the profits with his employees, $5 million in bonuses. <clears throat> I thought that was interesting and brilliant, too. I mean, you take a risk like that. Definitely. Then again, how much, I mean... It, the, the risk is muted because Star Wars the, was... A, the first one did so well. Yeah. It did so fucking well that you would expect the second one to do just as well, if not better. It, did, it didn't do as well, but it came pretty close. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's see. In order to preserve the dramatic effect of the Star Wars movies, Lucas insisted on moving all the credits to the end of the film. However, although the Writers Guild and the Directors Guild are begrudging allowed this, that's, I didn't know that, that they forced you to do that in the front. They, they have very specific rules over how the credits are laid out. Wow, and, I had no idea. Um, you know, it's, it, stars get in their contract to what order, you know, whether, mm. you know, what order their name appears. And, you know, if, if it's, it's, I think it's a big deal if it's either first or second or if it's, you know, they list everybody else and then they say, and, and then... Because of that they tried I had to some interesting insight into that, but I'm not getting into it now. Then they tried to pull um, Empire from release. That was unsuccessful. Then they tried to find Lucas and Kirshner. He said, "Lucas said, fine, I'll pay all the damn fees." And then after that, he dro- Lucas dropped his membership in the Writers Guild, Directors Guild, and Motion Pictures Association of America. Wow, 
Yeah. Yeah. And that hindered his hiring choices on later films. But good God, talking about taking it to the man. <clears throat> we don't need to talk about that. So let's get to the actual movie. So Empire Strikes... Fuck you. I'm going to take my ball home and... Come on. We know Paul's excited about this because <laughs> his favorite character in the entire oh, nine-episode franchise is in this movie, even though he only appears for like 30 seconds. He is. And 20 seconds is just his toenails. Yep. But it's his favorite character. <laughs> it is. He's looking forward to that 30 seconds of screen yes. time. Yes. And it, it happens about midway through this movie. Yeah. We're talking about Wedge, right? 106 minutes. 106 minutes? Yes. Into it's, the movie? Yeah. It's the first time you see Boba Fett and Bosk. No shit. All you the bounty hunters. Do you have like like an entire dossier on him? No, 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 no. So no, so how do you know that Bosk appeared? Oh, so that's your that's your show notes. Mm-hmm. Oh, awesome, that's fantastic. So we start off with the the famous music and then the the scrolling prologue about how uh, rebels on the run, despite them destroying the Death Star, they didn't yeah. re- they didn't rebuild it. They built a new one just to clear that up from our previous Star Wars episode. Now, I, I mean, I know we've spent a lot of time sucking John Williams' dick, um, but I think it's necessary to talk about how I think that the music in this movie is... Tw- I don't want to say twice as good as the music from the first movie, but goddamn is it good in this movie. Yeah, it sure he, is. He took, he took the, you know, the original score... And just took it to a new fucking level. Yeah, in this I movie. mean, I mean, he he filled in so you have this, some of the same themes from the first movie that he just sort of enhanced and added new orchestrations. But then he added, but then like just several just other slowing shit down things, yeah. and speeding shit up through this movie. Mm-hmm. Holy crap, is the music in this good? Just like you did with Jaws, where you know he had Jaws as you, as Jaws is getting closer, you sped it up. Yeah. Like he did that in the score mm-hmm. when you had like adventure scenes, it would start off slow and then he would take the same music and just speed it up and right. it was just really, really well done. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, he's uh, just fantastic, especially when they introduced Bosk, the music then. Uh, the book. What the fuck are you talking about, dude? I'm serious. We're, you so just we brought st- up the music and I was talking about the music. We start off with Hoth, yes. the ice world, yes. right? And you see... Are you sure it's Hoth and not... Hoth or Hoth or some other nonsense. No, he, he's right. He's got it. It's <laughs> pretty funny, huh? I did my research on this film. So we have Luke, who's looking a little bit older, a little bit richer. You know, he's since he's, Mark Hamill's made some money, looking better. Well, <laughs> he, talk about this point you have down here. <laughs> running around in his kangaroo with a... Uh, Binoculars. Tauntaun. <laughs> Bonton? Tauntaun. Tauntaun. Um, then he uses his Apple Watch to contact the base. You know, he stops, he's looking around. Then he's attacked by a, a frozen cat. There's a meteorite that hit the ground near here. I want to check it out. It won't take long. <laughs> Steady. Hey. Steady, girl. Hey, what's the matter? You smell something? <laughs> Which the special effects here? I don't know where you get frozen cat. It looks more like a bear man. Yeah, it's like me. a yeti. A yeti, but the, the the special effects are just horrible. 
Like, you know, I, I re rewatching this the other night, I, I I really noticed with with like the Tauntaun running or the Adats later on coming through, it's really on the high def TVs, it's really uh, you you can see the yes. claymation yeah. motion where and I wrote that down I, here. I did not know. Remember remember that originally seeing the movie, it did not seem so apparent. Right and that, here, <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's like a third grader in class trying to kiss up to the teacher. I I wrote that down. No, I was just saying that's one of my points. Yeah, he took it. Okay. That's that's uh. But I, stolen point. That I think that's far more noticeable now than it was. Oh. I, I I didn't remember that when the you know seeing the movie originally or even. Years later, that as much as I notice it now, and it may just be that other special CGI effects are so much better. Yeah, but or that you know, well, I think watching it on a high def TV is is has an effect. Honestly, too, I think the the running the Tauntaun running, I think that's been replaced from the originals. Yeah, because I think it was originally a claymation type no. thing, and they've replaced it with CGI. I yeah. not what I saw last night. And oh my but God. I think the CGI it, is very very like CGI early yeah, CGI. Yeah. I I must have seen a different movie than you because they kept the uh, the claymation in. This is like the Blu-ray. They definitely redid the whole battle scene with the uh, the Wampa. Well, yeah, they they added. Which thank you because I forgot the name of the added, Wampa. They added scenes for the, of the Wampa, and then they one of the other things with the the battle scenes with the Imperials. You know, originally the the Adats, the four legged yeah uh, things were were in yeah. Empire, things. and they didn't have the the two legged version until Return of the Jedi. Right, those were in the in the jungle or the forest, and they added them. They in. added them in in the Hoth scene, which I I was I, I never oh, noticed yeah. before, and I was watching the other night, and I was like, that's just that's one of those horrible Lucas going back and. Yep. Screwing things Retconning up. Retconning everything. Retconning it. Exactly. I don't think it's that big of a deal, do you? Not to the entire story, but it's sort of like, you know, I think once you've seen something a bunch of times and then it's, it's just sort of jarring to see some of those extra scenes. If you were watching it for the first time, would it matter? No. It's kind of like, you know... I don't think it enhances anything, though. I think it just... I think it just shows it that there's a bigger it, force it, it coming it down busy. on... Uh, oh, well, I guess that's one way to look at it. Yeah. I, I look at it the opposite way. They're trying to stomp out what's left of the rebellion, and they're going to send their entire force down there to attack them. Can we talk about the frozen cat, though? I mean... It's not, I, it's it's, not a cat, It pops dude. up. It pops up. and I mean, in the worst possible, just laughable. It was almost a comedic. Well, they have to do this for the first scene, and, and <clears throat> I think you're about to get into why. Um, oh, because uh, when we get into why, why did why why was this for the first scene? So when so Mark Hamill was in a bad car accident when the um, star, the original Star Wars was in post production, mm-hmm. um, and actually in that movie they they had planned on having him re- reshoot some scenes and they couldn't have him do it. They had to have like a stunt double fill in um, for him and, and reshoot some scenes. But his face was basically smashed in. They had to use cartilage from his ear to repair his nose. Wow. Um, so, you know, Mark Hamill, after Star Wars, before Star Wars, his face looks completely different. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, you, you notice that. And they, they had to have some way of explaining that in this movie. Um, so the very <laughs> first scene, they have him getting punched in the face by this cat. 
And then, and then, <laughs> thank they, you for calling what it is. A cat. They, they added, they added scars and stuff to make him look more damaged. But mm-hmm. um, that was actually his reconstructive surgery. But, but it's the scar. The scars were added on. The scars weren't from his. Mm-hmm. You know, he had healed by then. But um, they had to have some sort of some way of explaining why he looks totally different. He looks completely different <laughs> than he does. I also, I, you know, they, he, he contacts Han to let them know that he just set up these barriers that are supposed to be looking for any kind of life forms. Right. It's like, there are no life forms, and then immediately ha! from behind, he gets hit by a life form. It's right. like, what the fuck, dude? It didn't make any sense. Right. Yeah, and, I mean, and they don't see this thing coming. You know, his Tauntaun doesn't notice it until it's, like, right up on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it didn't that that didn't make any sense to me, but who cares? So back at base, Han and Leia, um, both they're both looking older and richer. Partying at Studio Fifty Four, especially Fisher was known to frequent Studio Fifty Four. Han says he needs to go back and pay off Jabba the Hut because he's got that price on his head. It says goodbye to strong female lead Princess Leia, who is the commander of the forces. There, am I correct in saying that? Yeah, well, technically, the, the scrolls said that they're being led by Luke. But she's there. She's in charge, right? Luke's out. Yeah, they, they do mention the scroll. They, you know, they, they sort of say Luke and That Rebels doesn't make are, any fucking sense either. Right. Why is why, Luke in why charge? Why is he the leader yeah. now? Um, that the, yeah, that doesn't really make sense at all. So they realize that Luke hasn't checked in yet, and that's when Han says he, he's going to get on top of his kangaroo and go... Go look for them. So, well, and they, they um, so in that scene where there's the, the classic line where Han and, Han and Leia keep arguing and, mm-hmm. you know. They go back and forth for the entire movie. They go back and forth, but there's, there's some really, you know, the great one-liner about, oh, I'd rather kiss a Wookiee, and he says, I can arrange that. Yes. Um, the thing is, is those lines are so great, and then you get a line like, you could use a good kiss. I, it, I, I mean, I, there are some lines in there that are just so fucking bad. Because right. I, I, I literally wrote that line down, compared it to, you could use a good kiss, and then later on when he's like, you, you know, your tauntaun will freeze to death before you make the Ferris marker, and he's like, then I'll see you in hell. Right. I mean, that line's fucking great, but then it's, there's so many of those cheese ball lines right. in there that just... Like what the fuck, dude? But he, he's taunting her. You know, he's he's got the your highness, your worshipness, your you know, calling her every. Yes. Yeah, that's you know, great. Sure Han Solo, because Han Solo is the hero of the entire series. Yeah. I got with that line about the tauntaun freezing before you make the first checkpoint. Aren't these supposed to be wild animals that are native to Hoth? That's what and I thought too. They've brought it in. How are they surviving the rest of the time? Like, why why would they be? Why would they freeze before a human would freeze? Yeah, I I, I thought that myself when they were getting ready to cut him open because he passed out. I'm like, okay, how is he dying? But so he's Han native in fine. his native habitat, and he's going to freeze to death. But the guy wearing an LL Bean jacket is like, <laughs> he's, he's fine. You know, he's fine. He's okay. He's he's made it through no problem. Uh, <clears throat> so dude, all these scenes, Carrie's staying on top of a box because there's such a height disparity. Carrie's at five one and Ford is at six one, so they mm-hmm. wanted to make up difference. So, so you see Luke hanging up upside down in the cave with the bumble, 
The Bumble's eating the the, the kangaroo. That's a Christmas <laughs> Christmas movie. <laughs> um, you see, Luke's lightsaber just happens to be stuck a few feet away from him. Just happens to be there. Now this is this is really, you know, at no point in Star Wars in the original episode was there anything about the Force giving you telekinetic powers or you could move things with the Force. Mm-hmm. This is the first time where you see. All of a sudden, now the force gives you powers to move shit, move shit around, move shit around. That's what the, I thought. That's and what it's, the force and it's all was. through the movie after that point. But you know, you that was something that you know never was brought up in the first in the first movie, or was ever hinted that that was a power that the force gave. Do you know the force was used to be called the bogan? Yes, I did. And do you know that Paul wanted I listened to, get to your the podcast bogan? Thank, I appreciate that. See, that's what happens when you listen to the <laughs> podcast. You get you get informed. So he ends up using the, the newfound telekinetic powers of the Bogan to eat the lightsaber. Uh, he takes out, um, looks like he almost takes out his legs, but he frees himself. It's his arm. Cuts his arm off. No, I'm talking about when he's hanging upside down. He frees oh, you himself. mean Luke he cuts the when ice he cuts himself he's, he's off. He's jammed okay. up in the I understand what you mean. Ice. Sorry. And then the Bumble comes charging after him, and that's when Luke takes his, uh, the, the, the arm off with the uh, lightsaber. Right. Ends up escaping, but it's so damn cold out there that uh, he's starting to see shit. And that's when he sees the uh, the vision of of um, Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan Kenobi says, you got to go to see, Dagobah. He spelled Obi-Wan wrong, but just... Uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. Yeah. Um, he, I mean, that's why he made up nicknames for everything so he can right. shit on the movie because he thinks he's going to get me to get worked up. It's yeah. not going to work. It always works. It doesn't. I, you know, when we first started doing this podcast and we, you know, took it, took it, you know, a little bit more seriously. When I say seriously, like, the comedy wasn't as much of a part of it. You mean back in the day where you used to have, like, intro music to your podcast? Yeah. You used to tweet when you had new episodes come yes, out? You used yeah, to, like, yes. sort of take it seriously? Yeah. What yes. happened, dude? What happened? Well, no, I'm, ta- I'm talking about the actual production of the show. No, no, well, I'm <laughs> talking about actually advertising the show and getting people to listen to it, you know, because you said that was important to you. Well, and production of the show, too. Production, as well, you know. I've, I've been doing a great would, job. If you, you know, listen, listen to the last episode. When do episode. we stop using the Lowe's intro? Well, I think it's more, you know, I, I like using the intro of the actual movie itself now. I mean, did you want to do some work? You could do some work, too. I did work for years on other shows. Okay, I'll do all the work. It's okay. I'll, I got it. I got you. I'll carry you on my back. If that's what you think you're doing, well, you know. I mean, I have to carry you through all these fucking episodes. That's right, you do. You you do. You're you're spot on there, sir. You're spot on. You carry me through the episodes like a champion. I'll start tweeting again, Scott. Sorry. <laughs> I'll start. I'm, I'm start. By the way, we are uploading the. You, I'm sorry. I didn't say we. I didn't mean that. I am uploading the episodes to YouTube. Uh, to oh, I, I wanted to make it fucking clear that so I have nothing you, to do with the editing. Do you video now? Or the actual... Well, what's going to happen is once we... I thought YouTube was for videos. It is. It is. And what, what I want to do eventually is once I'm able to upload the rest of the episodes, I don't think I want to do it for past episodes, but for like episodes going forward, I want to try to insert like pictures into the actual YouTube oh, shit. okay. But it's a way to get more people to listen to the sure. podcast, yeah. 
you know. I try to go out there and do new and innovative stuff for the show, and eventually we'll get like a camera yeah. in the studio and all that. Yeah, shit. I know if you were going the the Red oh, Maryland yeah. route with the well, actually the camera in, and that was that was oh, originally you guys us. used to do that on your old show. Didn't yeah, you? we we were the first people to do that. Okay, so they kind of grabbed that. From they us. copied. They realized you. that that was successful successful medium for them, and they and they have done a great job with it. Yeah, um, but we did that first. We did that. Okay, where were we? So uh, Han Solo rescues, on his, and this is another band. You see Han Solo looking for Luke, just jarring the claymation, just totally right. jarring. They're like yeah. the California raisins out there. And he, he happens to uh, stumble upon Luke after the hallucinations. Um, and then Han, being awesome, uses the kangaroo's warm innards to stuff Luke in. You get the other great line. <laughs> Huh. I thought they smelled bad on the outside. Yeah, that's another yep. classic on Solo line. That's another, yeah. It uh, should be uh, noted that Solo is the only non-Jedi in the entire original trilogy to ever wield a lightsaber. Yes. Which they have, they have uh, and he's just using it like as a tool to cut the thing open. That was one of my things I, you know, in the new series they have... Uh, was it Finn actually tries to fight with a lightsaber? Oh, he does. And it's like, yeah, and somewhat effectively, which yeah. is pathetic. Yeah, um, be- because apparently sword stormtroopers are taught sword skills or something. Yeah, but, um, really, I never seen the. I haven't seen yeah. the. the, the uh, There's a lot of problems with the new series. Yeah, they're better than the prequels. I, I, I think they're by mm, far better than the prequels. But I don't think so. I thought that you know maybe, maybe the number seven was, but yeah. number eight was fucking shit. Since you guys are the experts of Star Wars now, is oh, I'm not. Is is well, that's apparent. So do these these lightsabers are they like attuned to the user or something like that? Because when I'm no. watching this this series, like Jedi's put together their own lightsabers, right? Yes. And so, but they put it together. There seemed like it should be like some kind of connection. There is. It's in the books. It's not uh, in the. Well, yeah, it's not in the movie series. Th- there's a lot of stuff that they added in, sort of later on, like, um, like what color the lightsaber is. There's mm-hmm. that wasn't something that was in the original. No, none of this was trilogy, in the movies. But in sort of when they went back and they made a bunch, of, you know, they tons and tons it. of books. Yeah, they, they they started to say that the the type of crystal which determines the color says something about. The user, oh, okay. the user. So like um, purple, red was usually aggression. Purple yeah. was, I don't remember what the colors meant anymore. I just remember red being aggressive. Right. So we're going the, red you know, originally there was just red, and, the red and the blue in the first trilogy, and then Luke gets a green one, and in Jedi, and then uh, you know they they sort of explain the difference between blue and green, but then you come out with like, you know, Samuel Jackson having a purple one, and, and yeah. Um, you know, There's the yellow one, orange ones. Yeah, yeah. They have, they've got all the colors. Of the They're rainbow. all over the fucking place. Mm-mm. But back back to your point. Yeah, there's there's no reason why someone can't come and turn on a lightsaber and Use light it. it and, Except they make it very clear that it's very dangerous. Yeah, and you could just as easily cut your own fucking leg off with it. Right. Well, you guys mentioned the first one. How like Obi Wan hands the lightsaber. And the first thing he does is like look at it <laughs> like this. Points it right up to his fucking face. Oh, look into this is it. cool. <laughs> How does this work? Where's the switch? <laughs> fucking stupid. Um, so they take uh, Luke. They're rescued by a rescue party, obviously. And they take Luke back to a hyperbolic chamber. 
And that's when the Imperial probe comes down and tracks down the Hoff base. Yeah. Oh, the, going back for a minute, the, the only the other thing, when he sees the the hologram or the, or the, Han Solo, the ghost of, of Obi-Wan, pass, yeah. Obi-Wan tells him about Yoda and going to the Dagobah mm-hmm. system. Now, this is, again, is a little bit of retconning because it's the first time you ever hear about Yoda. Yes. And... You know, Obi-Wan saying, oh, he's the one who trained me and all this stuff. Well, you know, that's all later on in the prequels. Obi-Wan isn't the one who trained, or Yoda's not the one who trained him. It's sort of all also all messed up later on and as they make more movies. But I just found it curious that, like, when he's, when he's getting ready to pass out in the snow and die, Obi-Wan makes a appearance and just says, you need to do this. Like, who said Luke's going to survive? Like, why don't you give him some encouraging words or something? <laughs> No, you must do this. Like, dude, I'm freaking freezing my balls off. My testicles are frozen inside of my thigh. You know, come on, man. Give me some help. So then we see, since they've found uh, the rebel base on the frozen ice planet of Hoth, which was actually in uh, Norway, the Star Destroyer attacks. They shoot off all these these probes. Um, Let me see, these ships... What are you looking at me like that for? I'm just listening. No, you, you give me that threatening look. Yeah, did we skip over where Han and Chewie found the probe and... Oh, we might have. Blew up the... Blew the shit up. Yeah, so that's a Imperial probe tracks down the Hoth base, but they dispatch it. I'm sorry, I'm yeah, being a little bit vague. So I think that happened before Luke was lost, right? Or, or was it or was it after they brought yeah. him back? And yeah, I think it was after out. they brought it back. Okay. They, that's, yeah, because they go out and they They brought shoot. him back, and then they go out, they shoot it. They said it had a self-destruct... Right, and it blew up then too easily. you finally go to the Star Destroyer, and it's yes. the first time you see Vader in the movie. Yes. You're 20 minutes in already, right? Before you see Vader, right? Yeah. So uh, first movie, you see Vader in the first fucking five minutes, right? You know, it's but it's got the. I mean, that's one thing about this movie. I think the the cinematography and some of the things have they've really upped their game from the first movie, and and you see. Vader against the win- you know the window in the Star Destroyer with space behind him and it, I mean that's just a, a really impressive shot. Yeah, there's a a lot of people that that hate it, but I've always been a fan of the swipes and the dissolves. Yeah, that they added in in the re-releases. Um, I think that they, in some cases, they actually enhance in some yeah. in they never take away as far as I'm concerned. Right. Um, but they used to have a lot of hard cuts, and then they just changed them to the swipes. swipes and dissolves. Right. Which they had done a little bit before, so it wasn't entirely new, but they just made it more consistent, I think. Yeah, yeah. I thought um, I just thought that they work really well, especially in this movie. Um, there, there, are, there are a lot of people who are not... I feel like there are a lot of people who, who aren't diehard Star Wars fans who always point to this movie as their favorite. Yeah. Because... Just the look and feel of it, I think, is a little bit better. The storyline, a little is, darker. It's, even it's, it's, even though it's darker, Hoth is is yeah. a bright scene because it's all white. Everything else is darker, but everything than, else in the movie is very dark. That when they're on yeah. um, Dagobah, and right. then uh, once they get the Bespin, in space. and in the, the original, um, the original release, I think was even darker. I think they lightened it up in yeah. the re-releases. Yeah. I could be wrong, but it, it definitely seemed like they did. Right. Yeah, and and they. Uh, you know, I think it's it's sort of a more just the the story is a little bit darker and the the um, you know it, it feels less like a kids movie than some of the other other chapters. Um, and an, another thing that I also liked is well, it it ends on a down note, so that yeah. that takes away from that 
you know, happy ending shit that you see in all the other movies. Right. But um, the other thing I saw when they did the re-release was the when they enhanced all the, you know, it's not just, you know, adding shit in the background, but when they did the re-release, it was weird because you could literally see through the machines. Like when he's in, when he's in the, when they're in the flyers at the early, but what's it called? The speeders? The speed. Not the snow speeders? Snow speeders. I, I don't remember what they're called. Um, snow speeders. No, they actually have a name. Is it snow speeders? So it's snow speeders. Okay, whatever. Um, the snow speeders, uh, at the beginning, you could see through, like the dash, you know, like the dash and all that shit, you could see right through them. Hmm. And then when they re released it again on DVD, they fixed all that shit up too. Right. So it, it's interesting how they've he keeps tinkering with it over time. Yeah. But the snow speeder yeah, what's was it? a type of T forty seven air speeder. So they were called the snow speeders. Oh, okay. All right. John knew it. Fine. You also wrote but, all this. But anyway, shit. so so, so I, I was going back to my point. A lot of people like this movie sort of the best of the original. They they, they point to this as the, the greatest movie of the, all time. The problem is know. this movie doesn't. You know the original Star Wars. If if no other Star Wars movie had been made, that movie stands on its own. It's got, you know, the beginning, whole yeah, story, and blows up the Death yeah, Star, sure, makes yeah. it itself. This one you can't have without either the episode before it or the episode mm-hmm. after it because you wouldn't have. There's not enough character development. You know, you need the character development of the first movie to to bleed into this. Right. And obviously then it ends not it's not exactly a cliffhanger, but it's it's not ended. You know, it doesn't really end. You have to go to the next to Jedi to see what happens. Yeah, I, I think what really drives this movie to me when I was watching it is the relationship between Han and Leia. Right. I think that's what makes to me this a Right. The Which, Luke and Vader are almost like yeah, you know, Vader's predominant. Yeah, I mean, you you always thought that it was going to be Luke and Leia who who had something happen, and all of a sudden it takes the detour where she's with Han, and of course you get the big surprise at the the end with yeah, um, which which was another you know huge Hollywood you know famous moment. Yeah. Um, well, Lucas Lucas didn't even know that Leia was a Skywalker until the third movie because when he originally wrote it, he didn't intend it. For Leia to be, actually, I'm sorry. The second movie, because Yoda in this movie says there's another one. Right, I'm sorry. there's another. I'm sorry. So the first one, Leia wasn't a, a Jedi Skywalker. What happened? Right. So, so, which definitely yeah. makes the scene where you know they're making out. She slips him some tongue, a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Right, right. That's well. It's you know after Game of Thrones. It's, yeah, that's like Game of, of Thrones. Like <laughs> desensitized <laughs> to, to that kind of thing, I guess. Um, so. Back on the Imperial ship, and this is, I always found this kind of funny, like some dark humor, mm-hmm. but you start the, the body count on the, um, on the Imperial fleet admirals. Oh, yes, yes. Because, I actually had this down in the notes. Vader's an asshole. He's the worst boss. <laughs> anytime somebody screws up, Vader chokes him and he dies. Yeah. The fleet has moved up to light speed and we're preparing to... You have failed me for the last... Time, Admiral. Captain Theat. Yes, my lord. Make ready to land our troops beyond their energy field and deploy the fleet so that nothing gets off the system. You- yes. <laughs> so they go through like, you know, five of these guys. And it's like, you know, they, they come up there, they have the probe, they, 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 
you know, Vader knows immediately from the picture that that's them and go, go to this planet. They, they come out out of hyperspace too close. So the, you know, yeah. they're, they're seen and, and Vader's <laughs> like, you came out too close. You know, <laughs> you're done. You left the toilet seat and down. Captain Piet, you're up next, you know, like, <laughs> It's like you're being promoted. No, 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 no. Right. I want to go back to clean the the freaking toilets. Yeah. I mean, at one point, there's there's a bunch of the the officers in a room with Vader, and I think it's when Vader's killing one or one of the guys, and there's another guy who's just like looking down on his little laptop or whatever, like obviously trying to, you know, not draw attention to himself, and it's just it's hilarious. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't screw up that bad. That is that is funny though. I actually that written down, you know. You see it yeah. goes on the video screen. Yeah. It's almost like they need like, you know, they could keep a tracker of the body count, you know, like like how many uh admirals do you go through? So they send the attack, that's when the rebel troops dressed as Snowjaw from G.I. Joe. They're actually um from Norwegian mountain rescue skiers. In exchange for their participation, Lucasfilm made a donation to the Norwegian Red Cross. Hmm. That's interesting. Um this is when the Adats attack in full. Now, there's a full-scale battle going on, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm watching this. First, the Adats are all the way back there, allowing time for them to start beating on them. Second of all, the Adats... have a choice, but go ahead. The Adats themselves, as advanced as this technology is, they couldn't have thought of some, like a better design. It just... Jarring design. They're slow. They're plotting. They, you know, they, they they briefly they started to explain it when they went back into the prequels. They sort of started to touch on this, but never really explained it fully. But you know, in the prequels, all the technology seems to be so much better. All the yeah, the ships are nicer looking and everything. And really, what happened? The explanation I always heard was when the Empire took over. It was sort of like a Soviet-style um, control, and everything started turning. You know, you had like these very utilitarian-looking spaceships being built and things like that, and it, it, you, the technology was actually worse. You need to get by. Um, but that's—I'd always heard about that. But yeah, it's—it's a—it's a very clumsy design, and of these four-legged walking things, they don't particularly go very fast. And yeah, they never really explained how they get them down on the planet either. Well, they they had to land outside of the shield. They yeah. basically said that they had to land outside the shield, and right. then they had to walk their way through. Um, I I would assume that the shield would only be able to keep ion blast from coming through. I don't understand why they didn't have some kind of fighter, you know, the TIE fighters or something. Right. They didn't but, bring the TIE fighters into that battle at all. Well, in, in the original movies, X-Wings and TIE fighters, you you only flew those things in space. Right. It wasn't really until the, the new 7 and 8, episode 7 and 8, where all of a sudden you start seeing, that's another problem I have with the new movies, but yeah. with the Millennium Falcon and X-Wings and, and, and uh, TIE fighters being flown in atmosphere. Well, the Millennium Falcon make any sense. Millennium Falcon landed in Bespin, so it landed, but it doesn't. It's not like flying around, you know, dragging on the ground, doing stunts and stuff like that. No, I agree. I I think that the way that they went with it was kind of 
but I mean, but do you still think that they would have some kind of counterpoint to the snow speeders? Yeah. And how, you know, right. where did all these fucking snow speeders come from? Right. Why would you create something that can only go like 20 feet off the ground? When, when you're, you're hiding out, you've, you've like gone to hide out at some remote and base. You're completely decimated. And, and, and somehow you have a way of designing and building some very specialized equipment that, you know, you're. It has a very, very finite use. You're, you're not like in a, some manufacturing plant where you have all this time to build and stuff. I but, don't get it. I but never... I, also, I also don't know, like, you know, to bring these ADATs down to the ground, the Imperial destroyer is not going to come and land on the ground. They got to have some kind of transport ship. Are they taking these things down one at a time? I mean, no, but the must tri- have taken but Jesus, dude. Those forever. ships were huge. So, how many could fit inside of, you know, a star destroyer? Yeah, but those the... can't come into the the atmosphere of the planet. So, how do you? Well, they had transport down? ships, right? Though. So, I'm just saying. I don't it, think it's it must necessary. have taken like a a long time to do, but. Um, <laughs> Maybe I don't know. That's that's just they skipped over this in part of the writing. They're like the so. Hell of it. I, I don't know if you guys remember the uh, was it Spider Man or the Avengers where Spider Man is saying to Iron Man, "Hey, you remember that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back, where they had those four legged things walking like mm-hmm. you know?" And they references this this mm-hmm. next scene mm-hmm. where they start they can't they can't shoot them because the the steel is too thick for their blasters. So that they... was uh, that was Civil War. Was that Civil Captain War? No, it Civil wasn't. War. No, it wasn't. What was it then? It was the uh, Infinity War. It was Infinity War. Was it Infinity War? Yeah, and they were on the spaceship and they were flying to. The, oh, you're right. Yeah, you're the right. The moon you're right, of you're whatever right. the hell. I well, no, I thought it was when they were fighting Ant Man. He says it. He said he uses that line a lot. Remember that old, really old movie? But that one was Alien or something where they were, or, or something where they shot him out the. Yeah, that was alien. Right. I am right. I am so, right. I thought I was right. I think it's when they're trying to take down Ant Man, and he's like, yeah. "Well, then that must him. have been Civil War." I'm going to do him by tripping him. That up was the only when, time when Ant Man was big. Yeah, it was Civil War. I'm going to trip his legs up like the Adats. It was Civil War. Yeah. I, yeah. I can't believe I came in there, but yeah, so, it was Civil War. So the Adats are the steel is too thick for blasters. Apparently, so uh, um, they have to harpoon the legs and fly around real quick and and trip them, and that's the only way they can. That's the only way they can take them down. They can destroy them. Yeah. So the, Red, the Rebels end up retreating as the Ku Klux Troopers storm with, with Vader. Uh, the hand takes C-3PO and Leia on the Falcon, and Luke leaves with the X-Wing, and they end up blowing up the, the base on Hoth. Then we're on space where Vader's tracking down the, the, uh, the Falcon, and then there's these damn assholes almost crashing each other. How can you not see another Star Destroyer? Weren't they? Wasn't there like a evasive action when they're yeah. chasing a family? Like how do you not see? Oh well, you're jumping all the way till they've already escaped. Yeah. Well, did you want to? F- I'm sorry. Did, did you- <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. So, you, well, you have Luke crashes and then he gets up and oh, the actual battle itself. I mean, does, if you want to like, battle, you know, yeah. blows up an at by like a terrorist attack. He yeah. just goes up and <laughs> uses his lights. You know, blasters don't work on it, but a lightsaber's fine. So yeah. he, he throws a bomb in. <laughs> He's got to walk all the way back to camp. <laughs> yes, he does. Meanwhile, Darth Vader's come down, and then uh, snow troopers. That's what that's their call. <laughs> that's what they were called. And, uh, they're they're specifically designed for the snow, they, but they can't design other vehicles, as Paul said. Well, then they have forest troopers. <laughs> they've got the whole outfit for <laughs> they the, got, like the. They got they've taken care of the outfits. They've they've got fantastic. Right. They got queer eye for the straight guy. 
you know, employed by them. But when it right. comes to the vehicles, they can't design shit specifically for the. For but Darth the, Vader wears the same thing. Like it doesn't. He could be in the snow or in the yeah, desert. It doesn't matter. Because it, yeah, it doesn't um, matter. He's not but, a pansy like the rest of them. But they come all the way down. You know, everything's being blown up. Han and Leia barely get out on the Millennium Falcon because mm-hmm. they can't get to her ship. And then they take take off, and Luke's just like taking his time walking back in his X-wing, yeah. sitting right there. <laughs> Just, um, nothing's it's just left there yeah. and he takes off with um and nobody fucks with it RTD2 right you have an entire attacking force that right. would have had to go right he's got to be like the last person to leave everybody <laughs> else is gone and it's a great and movie. Vader's already come down and gone back to his own ship already yeah he's like everybody's um, here it sucks but goes back and kills another one of his and that's it for Empire Strikes Part 1 next week is Empire Strikes Back Part 2 make sure to listen for that um, in the meantime, uh, make sure to follow us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Facebook, Twitter, and now YouTube. Well, until we decide to remove ourselves from YouTube for other reasons. Thanks for listening, JB's Driving Podcast. Uh, we will see you next week.